This is the Red Beard Podcast. Hold on to your butt. Do we really suck? Or is this guy really that good? I have one speed, I have one gear. Go! Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Cooley from the Red Beard Podcast, which is exactly what the hell you're listening to, and I'm hanging out with my boy. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Tony. Of course I'd be here. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah, man, because that's what we do. We talk. Always going to fucking ruin shit. No, man, no, really I make it better. I make it so much better. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah, I add the he comedy does. to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm stupid and not funny at all. <laughs> no, you have, you have moments, a lot of them. I know. But I have better moments. <laughs> I know, but if I string them all together... Yeah, then you have just one big moment. All right, so what's going on, man? What I know you got we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. So much. Yeah. Um so you wanted to get into something that we were talking about earlier today. Yeah, man. So uh this was this was awesome news to find out. Um everybody uh, that listens to Redbeard podcast knows I'm obsessed with with Alien and Predator and um Ridley Scott just released uh some really cool information about the new um sequel to the prequel prometheus which is going to be called alien covenant um and it really has uh some cool stuff so apparently um michael fassbender is coming back as you know the uh the synthetic robot uh david um and um i'm gonna get into something else along with that 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 happened at the end of prometheus but the big thing that actually was revealed was there was a patch that was on one of the suits that they're going to be wearing in the new movie. Um, and it actually um, bridged a very big part of, um, what, of what was known to be a fact in the first Alien movie. So um, in the first Alien, the company that actually brought them to the planet where they discovered the alien was called Wayland yutani And in the first movie, Prometheus... Um, Wayland was actually, you know, the old guy who was the hologram and ended up being alive at the end of the first Prometheus. That was Wayland, and it was under his company. Um, but now there's been a merger, Wayland and Yutani, and that kind of brings the first alien kind of into perspective a little bit more, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a lot of cool things uh, going on in the logo, which I know you kind of pointed out to me. I didn't even notice, but it's kind of a cool thing. So talk about that for a second. Yeah. So on the logo uh, that is for the Wayland Yutani Corporation. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's called Covenant, right? The name of the the name of the movie is Covenant. There's actually the name Covenant on the patch, mm-hmm. uh, and the logo is like these two angels like facing each other with their wings pointing at each other. Uh, in a straight line, almost like they're like, you know, coming together to hold something up. Uh, and there's a, a world behind it. And basically the idea is build a, building better worlds. That's the the, the, lo- the logo slogan, mm-hmm. right? Um, but what's really cool is if you look at that, it's the same image that, or the same, uh, it's an image of the same thing that's on top of the Ark of the Covenant in Indiana Jones, which is really friggin' cool. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great throw out to, to um or shout out to you know indie and in oh, those definitely. movies and i mean I, yeah hence the name you know covenant i think is really cool and and interestingly enough is if you really want to get into this logo and try to tear it apart mm-hmm. so the ark of the covenant is technically where the 10 commandments were stored right right which means that there was the 10 commandments were given to us from god mm-hmm. hence accepting the fact that god is real correct but Prometheus, they're talking about how these 
people created us and there really isn't necessarily a God. Like, I think that's kind of an interesting logo when yeah. you think about that. You know but, what I mean? You know what's actually, you know what's cool about that though is that, and what makes sense, right? Where where you kind of look at that and you say, oh, well, he contradicts himself, right? But what makes sense is that maybe he's saying like those Prometheans, right? The uh, the Titans were the Ten Commandments or were gods, right? And I, yeah. but, but I mean, I agree with you on that. But I mean, I think in a biblical sense, it's kind of funny. You like know you know, I mean? like like you know, like in Indy uh, when they open the Ark of the Covenant, it basically melts your face off if Unless you look you at close it. Close your eyes, yeah. right? So you can't. Nobody's ever seen the Ten Commandments. They just mm-hmm. they just know that they're there and what they represent. Uh, or somebody just said, "Hey, these are Ten Commandments, right?" But you don't really know what's in the box, right? Right, kind of like the thing in the the trunk uh, of for Repo Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, or the or the suitcase in Pulp Fiction, yep. right? Like you open it up, you don't know what's in there, but you know something's in there, and like you could say whatever it is, but it looks holy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so yeah, sure, it's Ten Commandments. Great. <laughs> he just melted his face off. I'm not gonna check. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> right. Think, I think he's good. I don't um, want to. I'm not gonna mess with that. So yeah, who knows what what's in the Ark of the Covenant? But it's safe to say that Ridley Scott is pointing to the uh, the Titans or the Prometheans or whatever the name of that race is as being the people that provided that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I just think it's such a cool bridge to bring that together. Um, yeah. It, it really is something uh, um, something awesome. And the other thing that I thought was really cool um, and also made me think is um, Dr. Ross, I believe her name was, in Prometheus, the woman who gets, like, you know, she has the thing taken out of her when that machine comes Oh, uh, uh, Numi Rapace, right? The, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. She, um, it, it was said in, in another... I say her name. Yeah. In another um, article I read, it said that she is actually... There's, there's no mention of her, hmm. like, in this movie. Like, they go to this, to this planet um, where, you know, Wayland Yutani goes to this planet to actually find out that it is uninhabitable only by one person and that one person is david the robot he's right. the only living thing there but at the end of prometheus she takes off in a spaceship that he is controlling to go find these you know creators hmm. right so you wonder how much years have spanned you know what i mean if, well, yeah. if she actually you know grew old and passed away and he's still alive right or if it or if she just died in transit, you know, like it'd just be interesting because she did get her her midsection ripped open. I mean, like, I don't think they had any antibiotics like, you know, on the ship. But I don't know. It was just it's just interesting. I, I want to know what happened to her. And that's going to have to be explained at some point. I think the this picture actually answers the question of how much time has passed, not specifically or but, uh, I would say a good amount, a good amount being the fact that it's Waylon Yutani, right? Like that right. it takes a long time for companies to merge and, and come to terms and also to, to have full fledged expeditions with, you know, the Waylon Yutani, you know, logo emblazoned on the, the sleeve. That's a that, good point. And not to mention the fact that she was probably going to have to, like when they traveled to that first planet in Prometheus, mm-hmm. it was like, what was it, like two years or something? They were in hypersleep. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that's going to take some time as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pumped, though. Like that was a really cool image to release. I mean, a lot of people may look at that and be like, ah, that, that doesn't tell me anything. But there's so much information in that one image, mm-hmm. just in the patch alone, that, I mean, just the designs of the costume, I mean, it brings you back to 1979 uh, as opposed to the weird, like, you know, future tech 
of right. Prometheus, which is admit that it's strange <laughs> that the technology seems to be more advanced in Prometheus than it was in the 1979 Alien, and Prometheus was the prequel to that movie, right? Yeah. Um, and and this seems to kind of bridge that gap and say, okay, well, this is like the technology in the future of the Prometheus timeline, which looks like it almost regresses and goes backwards because like now we're wearing like cloth spacesuits and uh, it's it's to me it's just really interesting. It's a it's a cool way of addressing the fact that you know those spacesuits in in Prometheus were. Hella advanced, man. Yeah, I, and and I, there's a lot of other things that make me think about, um, you know, p- like past references. Um, if you if you've ever watched the first Alien versus Predator movie, which you know you're not missing much. I mean, I think it's worth checking out once. But at the end of the movie, like there is a scene where they bring this briefcase up to this like Asian lady in like a conference room, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, it, it was basically the Predator shoulder cannon. And they're right. like, oh, like this is new technology. And then he looks at the the woman and he goes, he goes, but uh, he goes, this isn't from our world. He goes, but uh, he goes, um, he's like, but I don't think our, our world is ready for it. And then he looks at this Asian girl and he goes, isn't that right, Mrs. Yutani? And like everybody was like, what? Because like, you know, if you've read yeah. any of the comic books or you're a fan of the alien movies, it was just a connection. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like this is cool. But they never did anything with that. You know, it just went into the next EVP, which was not like the best either. But, you know, it's just a cool how they attempted to bridge something and made me think of that also. So I have one question for you. Yeah. Uh, if, if Wolverine fought the alien, the xenomorph. Yeah. Does the alien blood melt adamantium? We don't know. Because apparently uh, all we know is that um, adamantium is not from this world. So I don't know what kind of what kind of effect the acid blood is going to have on it. But apparently it's like the strongest acid ever. Um, I mean, I would like to think that probably. Yeah, strongest um, acid versus the strongest metal. Like, yeah. What what wins? What gives? Here's the thing with that. And I think that to some degree, if Wolverine like did was able to kind of slash through the alien a couple times and rip it apart so it's dead he's probably going to be in a, in a serious amount of pain, but also he's probably going to heal up pretty quickly from the acid. So he right. probably would win unless he gets so hurt that the alien's just like going at him. And then he's like stabbing the alien and all of a sudden like all this blood gets on him and really fucks him up like to the point where it's, you know I mean? Like, I don't know if he can heal fast enough right. to where the point it tears well, him the thing. apart. If it, if it melts adamantium, then that then like he's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, see, acid doesn't really melt metal. It corrodes it and eats it away, right? Yeah, but if it goes through it and then yeah. like, hits his brain and shit, he's right. Done, you know, so I don't know. It's one of those another epic battle that you'd have to see go down. Yeah, I would love. I would love to see that fight. I think I'd like to see that fight more than Wolverine versus Predator. Yeah, because to me, Wolverine versus Predator is like two hunters going at it, and it's like it's almost like a Wolverine versus Predator is almost a a cliche. In a way, like it's like and they both have similar like he's got claws, he's got the blades. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like ah, oh, they they make a good fight, right? Like, yeah. but sure they do. But you know, I think a more interesting fight would be like Alien versus Wolf. just like just like Alien versus Predator is freaking awesome, oh, awesome. right? Uh, to see Wolverine go up against that would be pretty cool. No, oh, it'd be awesome. Anything, anything with you know those two characters, I think are entertaining. Check it right? Out. Yeah, man, that would be badass. I would like this. I'd like to see to see the the alien actually win though. That would be kind of cool. Man, I hate licensing. Man, licensing is awful. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, but 
Nether- I mean, NetherRealm Studios made some some breakaways. They did. They so, broke through, man. Yeah, and that was um, that was baller. But they got endless money. So it'd be awesome if uh, if they could get uh, some Marvel stuff going on. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, they did do um, DC. Yeah, DC versus uh, like whatever. But it was Mortal Kombat DC. That was cool. It was okay. It wasn't amazing, but it, it was decent. Um, I um, I'm I was interested to see what the the new uh, DLCs are going to be because. It's not definite that they're actually going to be releasing new DLCs, but there's been a lot of talk that like Ed Boon was on Twitter and he was like, if we were to release DLC three combat pack three, what characters would you want? Mm. And like a lot of people were freaking out. Like so, I like, I like the idea, but I feel like now give us another game. Yeah. But <clears throat> that's the point. That's the point of mortal Kombat, though, is that this is the first, it's the second game where they've actually used Xbox live. Like the, like mortal Kombat nine they gave us like one combat pack and it was like, it was stupid people. It was okay. Like we got Freddy and that was kind of cool. But I mean, it was, eh, it was whatever. Like, I think they were playing with that idea to mm. see how well they did with it. But Mortal Kombat 10 came out and they already had, <clears throat> excuse me. They already had combat packs lined up, like ready to go. It was just a matter of like letting the game go out, letting people download all the shit. Like right. they're making money off like people spending all the money on getting all access to the crypt. Like, all this stuff. <clears throat> and then they released the first combat pack with the Predator and Jason, and it exploded, and they made a ton of money. They released the second one. That one exploded because everybody was like, holy shit, like, I can get the alien now. You mm-hmm. know, like, they were, everybody was freaking out, and they made a ton of money. And right. they're still making a ton of money just off, like, online play and stuff like that. Like, people are using this game a lot. Like, it's it was number one game last year. Yeah. Uh, so now it's... If they're they're trying to make more money, I think of not having to spend money on making a new game, but making, <clears throat> Jesus, excuse me, or adding stuff to the new game. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Right. Like I, I totally get why they're doing it. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, don't you feel like as as a fan of this game, don't you feel like you're maybe maybe you're getting milked? Well, no, I mean, I I actually don't I don't mind it because. Like, yeah, a new game would be cool, but they are essentially keeping the game fresh by adding new things. Like, they, like it's not like I'm getting sick of it. Yeah, like, but there's no, so, like, I'm more of a fan of, like, the story, right? So, yeah, well, you like the storyline? I didn't like the storyline in this game. No, but I'm saying, like, that's what you like about it? That's what I like about most, like, fighting games. I like fighting, getting to the end of the tournament, and seeing the end result. Yeah, but right. I mean, you could do that. But you can do that with every character. Like, see, like what happens after they get to the the top of the tower and defeat. Right. The, but I mean, for me, Mortal Kombat was never about the storyline. It was always about like having your friend come over and you just fuck up each other. Like that's the fun of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's like I mean, the storyline. Yeah, it's included in the game, and this is just me. But it's like I'll go through the storyline and be like, oh, that was cool, whatever. But like I'm like, all right, now let's find somebody who wants to play. Like that's when it's fun. Because it always is, it's always evolving. You, you, your friend gets better, you get better. You having somebody else who thinks they're awesome, or maybe they are awesome. They kick your ass, and you come back. I mean, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's Mortal Kombat. It and that's the thing; into- like we're almost a decade apart, right? And so, so when I was cr- when I was growing up, right, it was like Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and like yeah, it was fun to play. But I'd be like, you know, let's go outside, let's go do, let's go play football, let's go do something else, right? right. And and. <clears throat> Because, like, I mean, like, they were cool. They were awesome video games, but it never had the same level of, like, authenticity that you would get, like, at the arcade. So, like, the arcade was actually a thing. 
Well, let's back when see, I was well, a kid. Well, let, I will say this though: I did go to the arcade, and I All also right. did play. I found out about Mortal Kombat Three on the arcade game. at the arcade. At right. the arcade, and then that was the first game that I saved up sixty dollars, which was a big fucking deal. Yeah, and you pl- you no, got actually it, on, it was it wasn't sixty dollars. It like was fifty. Like, it was yeah, it was like thirty five forty. And I had to. I pre-ordered that shit at <laughs> Toys R Us. But you got it and on PlayStation, I, right? No, I got it for Sega Genesis. Oh, Genesis. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I went in. I got Mortal Kombat three for Genesis. Went mm-hmm. home. I played that thing so much. My dad was like, "If you don't go outside, I'm taking it away." Yeah. So I used to be outside all the time, but then like Mortal Kombat came on and it was or came out, and I was like, "This is like this." Is, I found my arcade game. Yeah, so you like know? my like like my point was like my friends like would more be like the out they would be the the outside people. So yeah. if I wanted to play, there was no Xbox Live, there was no way to connect with somebody else and play against them. It was just you had your home console, right? And you're playing. So like for me, it was just strictly about the story. It was like I'm playing as Nightwolf, and I want to know what happens with Nightwolf, and like so I play until I get to the end and then all of a sudden I get his little his little story and I got to read the whole thing as it's scrolling up I miss a couple of sentences so I got to play through again and read the rest of it right mm-hmm. um, like that was that was my enjoyment Street Fighter same thing like playing through and beating uh, you know the like M. Bison and then at the end like you get this little this little animation that plays out it's like maybe less than a minute but it's still it was still something for me it was like a payoff and you know, they, like this game, like I'm already done with that now. Like, and I want more. I want to know like what the next chapter is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, I definitely can. But however, I do believe that um, it's going to be one of those things where you're gonna, you will get another Mortal Kombat. But NetherRealm Studios is actually being, I think they're being pretty smart right now. Mm. You know, like they're getting as much money as they can out of this. People are still buying it. If they take that money and reinvest it and make like an even sicker game the next time, mm-hmm. like because this game is sick, I can't deny that this game is like near perfect. Yeah, um, if not perfect, um, but I don't want to say perfect because that means you can't go anywhere from that. Right. No. This but, is, the, it, the graphics are only going to improve. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, you get, if if they take that reinvest, make an even better game, like then I'm happy about that. But if they take that and they're like, you know, having yacht parties. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little upset. Like I'd love to see another injustice. Like they did injustice, and then they stopped, and that was it. Yeah. Well, I think because injustice, that story was friggin' amazing. Like that was the, one of the best DC stories I've ever seen, and it right. was in a video game. <clears throat> right. Right. But also, I feel like injustice did well, but not as well as you think. You know, like it did it, when it came out, people were like, oh, cool. But then like the fighting style was was NetherRealm Studio. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was exactly like Mortal Kombat, but it still didn't have the whole Mortal Kombat feel to it. Like you couldn't really do like fatalities <laughs> like like you could kill people, but it was like cheesy like kills. You know, like there was the one where I thought the coolest one, though, was when like Aquaman like. The shark just comes out of nowhere and like grabs the dude like that right. was cool, but it wasn't really like brutal. You know what I mean? And like if I murder Superman, like I want to rip his fucking head off. 
<laughs> like I couldn't do that. Right. You know, so but I think that was like a DC licensing thing. Yeah, DC was like you can't do fatalities. You, yeah, you can't do fatalities yeah. and they were like, "All right, that's fine." But I mean, so But DC now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you let DC license your stuff now like you're going to get fatalities cuz that they they're all about the darkness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to see and I I would love to see that. Like I'd love to see you like really fuck up Superman or like, I mean, Aquaman the Joker or... the Joker went nuts on the Joker on, was, on his fatalities. Was pretty cool though. Yeah. yeah. The Joker was pretty decent. Um, but you know, whatever. I feel like they could have, they could have gone a little. They could, they could have made that game a little bit better than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the gameplay was decent, but well, that's what I'm saying. I felt fluid. like I felt like it was a great first step. It was like a really great game mm-hmm. for the first step in this in this series. Plus, the story was outstanding. If you could mold another story, right? Something like a like a chapter two, or like even if it was like a completely different take on it, mm-hmm. but then give us some more gameplay and take it in a, a little bit further, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, like, I mean, it's something that they could build on from, from game to game, you know? I agree, I agree. Or even if they gave us an Injustice combat pack, that would be fucking awesome. See, it'd be badass if they actually, uh, you could actually see the battle you want to happen happen if NetherRealm Studios got permission to put Wolverine in the game. Yes! That would be sick. Wolverine yes. would be pretty sick, and then you could face off against the alien. Except um, it wouldn't really be like super accurate because it would just depend on how badass you are with that character, right? <laughs> right, but still, <laughs> if you're badass with the character you want to win with, then like, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, speaking of of Wolverine, though, um, I don't know if you heard that Stephen Merchant is actually going to be in the new Wolverine movie. Yeah, and I so, don't know, I don't know what he's going to do, well, who somebody, he's going to play. Somebody's saying that they he's probably going to be like some kind of like mad scientist type character, which is kind of what I could see him as. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of. But because he's just tall, lanky, glasses kind of All nerdy. I can think of is Hello Ladies when I hear about Stephen Merchant. That is like the, it's my favorite like Stephen Merchant production. I mean, I know he's like the co-creator of The Office, which was awesome. It was um, amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I know he's like, you know, on that uh, Idiot Abroad, which is another fantastic uh documentary oh, but he was also a, a pretty a pretty funny character he was uh, ricky gervais's agent in extras yeah yep. yeah he's funny in that and, and he was in um some recent episodes of the big bang theory yeah uh yep. and he was cool in that but like when i think of him i think of hello ladies because his he he knocked that shit out the park it was friggin' awesome i was so pissed when they canceled it um the movie was great um but i i can't think of him as a uh like was if is he going to be comical in the movie? Is he going to? Yeah, be- I think I think he probably will be the comic relief. I mean, I don't understand why you would cast Stephen Merchant and not have him be the comic relief. I mean, he's got to have if even if he is some sort of a villain. Um, one, I would love to see Wolverine just like fuck him up because it's like wow, he just fucking killed Stephen Merchant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the probably the nicest guy ever. Well, that's the thing, <laughs> but- like I. I want to I, I want to watch this movie and I don't want to see him on the screen and be like he's Stephen Merchant. Like I want to like I want him to be a character that he can fully like embrace. Yeah, which is why I say he'd probably be like a mad scientist because like I can't see Stephen Merchant coming on and being like, "Wow, dude, he's like he's in a which badass." Case, in which case, he's still going to be Stephen Merchant to me. You know what I mean? Like, and if he fucks up Stephen Merchant, he's going to be he's going to be killing Stephen Merchant. Like he's not going to kill a character in the movie. I want to find out how many more times we can say Stephen Merchant. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a good it's yeah. a good drinking game. Yeah. Every time you say Stephen Merchant drink, which means I will not be getting drunk in any other time except this podcast. Right. <laughs> but I, I honestly think 
yeah, he would have to play some kind of a nerdy character. It's kind of like um, Shaun of the Dead, the guy from Shaun of the Dead, uh, the main character. Um, he was in, what's his name? Uh, Simon, I forgot his name. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg is great, but he plays the same type of character in Mission Impossible. He's like the quirky kind of guy, but he's like the nerdy guy who like figures right. out all the shit. And he's, you know, and I feel like, I feel like Stephen Merchant falls into that same category where he probably would be a pretty cool character, but I don't think he's going to be m- much different than what we've already seen. But the, I think the, uh, the key here is like you, you mentioned Simon Pegg and it's a great example because Simon Pegg to me is Simon Pegg in every movie that he's in, except Star Trek in which he's Scotty. Right. Because he he embraces that character and he is Scotty in Star Trek. I don't look at that and be like, oh, Simon Pegg is on the Enterprise. I'm like, oh, it's Scotty. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and now when I see Simon Pegg, it's like, oh, it's the guy that plays Scotty. Right. I want I want something like that for Stephen Merchant. I want Stephen Merchant to have a character that changes me in the sense that I'm looking at. I'm looking at him and I'm saying, oh, he's that character. It's funny that you said that because I completely disagree with you on that. And the oh, only, you do? I do. The only reason why is because now when I see Simon Pegg, I'm like, oh, he's good with computers. He's the same thing in Mission Possible, and he's a fucking technician in Star Wars. He's the same guy. Uh, Star Trek. So, I mean, yeah, Star Trek. Sorry. He's the same guy. Mm. Like, I know he's Scotty, and now he's Scottish, but like, but at the same well, time, he's fixing shit, and he's, like, mechanical. But, but here's the thing. Like, so every other movie that he is that, that he plays that role in, they made that role for him or, or chose right. him. Where where this seems to be a role that he was destined to play because that's his character. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they fit. They it's like the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is another example where like Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in every movie. I can't tell you the name of any one of his characters that he's played. Right. He was the guy in this movie. He was the guy in this movie. But he was Ryan Reynolds. Now Ryan Reynolds is Wade Wilson. He's Deadpool because that was the character that he was born to play. He grew in. He he got that role. He he attacked that role full force and became that character. Mm-hmm. I also- Simon Pegg became Scotty. This guy hopefully becomes somebody else that I can actually say because we talked about this before when we were talking about uh, you know uh, Kenny and The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't look at her. I don't want to look at her as like another person. I want her to be Beth. Yeah. Like forever, she's Beth forever to me, right? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the world that I live in when I watch that movie. When I watch movies, when I read comic books, it's a, it's an escapist mentality that I have. I escape this world and I go into another one, right? Right. And and I don't want Stephen Merchant to pull me out of that. Like when I see Hugh Jackman, he's Wolverine, dude. Oh yeah, he's always Wolverine. Wolverine, so because cheap. he owns that role. Yeah. Uh, By Ewan the way, McGregor, did, you, did you see? Have you seen? <laughs> look up. I saw this this morning. Look up uh, Hugh Jackman working out for Wolverine. Dude, ridiculous, this guy. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he puts like a year of work into a movie. Like, I don't know. but No wonder this is his last one. Oh, my God, dude. It's like ridiculous. No, I've seen it. He, it's, oh. it's insane. I like, I want to, like, I, like, that is his physique. Is, that's what I want. Like I don't know if I want to be like like Wolverine Jack, but I mean he's just that like, is that is like I think I don't think you're gonna find one guy on Earth that is gonna argue with you on that. Like that is the physique I think everybody wants. And I'm like, dude, I work out, but like, yeah. fuck, <laughs> like he's just like, dude, he's like squatting like a thousand pounds, like like five. He's got uh, 
He's got like three 45-pound plates on each side. I mean, and it's like, okay, you go online, you look up bodybuilders, and like, yeah, they're going to be putting up some retarded weight. But it's like I'm looking at Hugh Jackman, who's like a normal guy who's just doing this to get in shape. But he's putting up like ridiculous weight. You know, and then mm-hmm. he's like, and then he was like, he's like balancing on like a, you know, those like exercise balls, the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. He was standing on one of those balancing no weight, but just doing like his own weight squats without falling. But he, it was like, it was crazy. Like you try to like do his that. core is ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but just balancing his legs and everything. He had to like really good, like hand. I know the secret though. I know the secret. The secret is quit your job. Well, yeah, he's, he's and then and then just work out. See, but that's the thing; he's getting paid to to work out. Like yeah. most people need to go to a job and then actually make money and like. Or, yeah, and, and then, then by the time out. you then by the time you're done, you don't want to go to the gym. Yeah, he wakes up and he's like, "Let's work out all day and then eat." And they, and I'm sure he has people make the right food for him. Yeah, no, then then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to eat this delicious salad that was just made for me." Uh, then I'm going to go back and work out some more. Then I'm going to stop and I'm going to go take another break. Oh, that that is a nice plate of protein right there thank you i appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and me it's kind of like it's like oh i gotta go to work i'm out at five i don't feel like going to the fucking gym yeah i go to the gym my night's over i gotta cook (laughs) i have no food i'm like oh shit i gotta make some food now then like by the time i actually make the food i don't even want to eat it Because I'm tired. Like, it's like ridiculous, dude. That's a nice plate of protein there. <laughs> hey, Chief, you don't find meat like that everywhere. You know what I mean? Thank you so much for putting that on that plate for me. I appreciate it. Thank That's you. That's a nice spicy. <laughs> That's a nice flashlight. It's an inside joke. Anyway, um, so, yeah, man, I, I don't know. It, it's it's insane. It's insane. Um, But, yeah, check that out if you guys haven't seen it. But, but yeah, I, I mean... Anyway, dude, the BBC, um, I, I found this online earlier today. Uh, the BBC and Netflix are actually uh, doing a, a production of this a, or a remake of this cartoon, Watership Down. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to you about it. You said you didn't like you never saw it when you were younger. Um, it was actually a, a pretty popular book um, that was made into a cartoon. And it, it was like one of these things. Like if you remember like Animal Farm, everybody's read Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's along those lines where it takes like animals and it, and it gives them, it personifies them and, and puts them in these situations like, uh, you know, that, that mimic, uh, historical events. And, and this one basically is kind of like the, uh, the concentration camps, uh, Mm -hmm. in Germany. And you have like these, these rabbits that represent like, you know, Nazi Germany. And then you have these other rabbits that represent, uh, you know, the, the Jews and, and, and those guys that were in the concentration camps. Um, and the whole idea is like, they want to get out and they want to escape and they want to go, uh, you know, see what life is like outside. Mm-hmm. And, and the other rabbits are like hunting them down and trying to kill them. And it's like, it's really brutal. It's really, uh, it's really adult and it's in its theme, but it's for not some, anything like child's kids. No, read. no. Yeah, for that's... some reason, when I was six or seven, that was a, a cartoon that I watched and it really, really resonated with me and I watched it and I loved it and and it became the template on which I I built my my desire for more of that that type of of film so everything that I watched from there if it didn't have uh you know some kind of adult uh like theme to it like it was it was dumb to me mm-hmm. like I couldn't get into it so um like 
He-Man and the Masters of the Universe was always silly to me. I'd watch it, right? But it wasn't like I was like this huge fan of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. The toys were great, but watching the animation just was lacking because it, like it always defaulted to this childish like uh, idea of like good triumphs over evil, and there's right. no death, there's no nothing. Like he punches somebody and they fly to Castle Grayskull or where, Snake Mountain or whatever, wherever the hell he punches them to. Right. Uh, like, but there was never any like consequence to anything. And and that Watership Down is what made me realize that actions have consequence and, and death is something that's real. And like from there, like, you know, Robotech was the next thing and all that. So I'm super excited about Watership Down coming to Netflix because Netflix knocks everything out of the park for some reason. I don't know, like, who gave them the golden goose. Um <laughs> But they are laying some friggin' eggs that are absolute gold. Like every time I turn around, I'm seeing something that's awesome. Uh, I still haven't finished Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt yet. I only saw the first episode um, of the second season two. Oh yeah, I yeah. know Becca watched the entire first season and loved it. Yeah, I just I was in rehearsals for a show at that point. I had no time, but um, she loved it. And John mm-hmm. Hamm, I thought I, I heard was pretty good in it too. But this Watership Down has some talent behind it. I mean, McAvoy is, is well, going to be in McAvoy it. James McAvoy is pretty much good in anything, dude. Uh, Nick Holt, mm-hmm. um, who you know, comic book geeks will recognize as the dude that plays Beast in in uh, the new X Men series. Yeah. Um, also, uh, John Boyega, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, FN two one eight seven or Finn or Finn. Um, in Star Wars, uh, he also played in Attack the Block, which you haven't seen yet, but you should definitely put it on your list. It's on Netflix, I believe. Mm-hmm. If it's not on Netflix, I mean, you can probably get it on iTunes. Just it's worth paying for. Like it's a movie that you are you totally worth dropping like you know four ninety nine for a rental fee and watching. You know, if I would own it, you yeah. Know, I, I like if I were you, like I would actually just buy it because you're gonna love it. Um, it's right up your alley. It has aliens. It has, you know, like attacking the earth and, you know, this group of kids that actually are, uh, they're actually like gangsters basically, but they end up becoming heroes to, you know, this, this woman and like some people in the neighborhood, um, and defending them against these aliens. Cause they're the only ones that have, you know, like the, the street knowledge and like the ability to like, you know, fight these things back. Yeah. Um, and you know, they, he, they inspire, the uh, community to fight back. And it's a really cool, really cool movie. Um, lots of good action. And it was the first time that I ever saw John Boyega in anything. In so. anything. Yeah. You said like, that's what kind of put him on the map. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, uh, you know, stuff that's coming out and um, just like new and up and coming. We obviously all wa- saw uh, the first episode of game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Game of Thrones, man? Because I thought it was pretty badass. Uh, dude, Game of Thrones was that was probably one of the best opening episodes mm-hmm. uh, so far. And I say that because you got not only did they bring you back into like these stories for all these characters, but each character had a really dramatic like turn of events, right? Mm-hmm. Like where where uh, Sansa finally meets up with. Uh, you know what's the name there, Captain Phasma? Um, she they they finally meet up <laughs> and uh, and and join forces and uh, Sansa. <laughs> that was funny. Sansa like grows into her role as like a a lady. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and even though she didn't know what the fuck she, she didn't even know what to say, I, that but was she the best part. Yeah. Where he was like, just say this, say this. Yeah. Say, yeah. It was great. 
And um, um and then uh what's his name there? Uh Greyjoy actually like grew his balls back a little bit and 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 helped fight back. Not really though. The They're hounds not coming back. Like that his no. dick's not coming back. Yeah, no, so. it's unfortunately. I mean, like <laughs> Like I feel bad for the kid. That sucks. Yeah. What do you have to look forward to? Yeah, he's saying like, what is it like? Is it like there's a scar? Is it just smooth I don't down there? That. Like, like, is it? Well, how does he take? See, all right, let's think about this. When they said that, was did some, he cut the whole thing off? Well, is there a stub? Well, somebody said like, I think somebody called out the fact that he had no dick in that episode. Yeah. Or whatever. But like, how does he take a piss? That's what I want to know. Like, hmm. So think, yeah, think about that. That's a good call out yeah like i mean, like i get it like he probably he probably goes but how so no i mean i know he probably doesn't go how does he go <laughs> because it's got to be scarred over i guess i don't know man like unless that's... unless like a maester like you know poked him with a pin or something <laughs> what like did to... you go to a fucking guy like me what do you call this the maester the <laughs> the guys with the like chains on him and like the <laughs> He went through to apothecary. Yeah, he's like, yeah. hey, you know, I need to, I need to be able to I pee. I need a like, hole. Yeah, I need you to open up my urethra. Yeah, um, like I mean, like he's got to. I mean that. I mean, you'd have kidney problems. He'd be jaundiced. Like he'd be like very yellowish. You up. know, yeah. like I can't imagine that that well, somebody could that. live like sit that. Sit on that for a while. Yeah, literally, and uh, and think about how that actually goes down. Because yeah. I thought about that. I also want to say my, my favorite part of the episode, well, two favorite parts. You should send an email to George R. R. Martin about that. I should, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it happened in the books. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's, he's not a doctor. He just says hey, his dick not cut off. But it's a very, a very I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually post about that and see what people think. That's a, very, that's a very delicate surgery. I mean, like, so, like, the eunuch. Um, yeah. Viserys. Yeah. Right? Um, I have no pots, my lord. Yeah, he must be able to... Piss. Well, obviously, dude. Right, because like that was like a choice. Like he, right? Didn't he? Like, or he was chosen to become a eunuch. Yeah. Like, because oh, of... that's the guy though. Um, what's his name? Uh, Tyrion. He's the one who called him out. Remember, they were walking. He's like, well, you don't have a dick. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's fucked up. Yeah, but he's the guy who mentioned it, not having a dick. Yeah, yeah. How does he? How does? How does he pee? And, and it must like that makes me wonder. Like, I mean, like it, during the process, is there like a thing that they use to like hold open the? The the wound? I don't know. Like a catheter? Yeah. Jesus, Does really he cath? This. I don't know. Did they have catheters back then? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe it's like made out of like vine oh. or something. <laughs> God. Vine. Uh, let's stick this fucking thorned fucking Or just like there. metal. Oh, God. Anyway, well, I also want to talk about one of the other cool uh, parts of the episode for me was... Uh, uh, the red woman or Melisandre at the very uh, end. Oh yeah, oh, that boy. was dude. When she, I'm sorry, like that. She loves getting naked, and I don't have a problem with it. But like, as soon as she took that necklace off, I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, you know, like I would, dude. I'm all for that girl, but she's got to keep the necklace on. You know, I think that was. I think HBO has heard the community and their backlash on, like, you know, wow, all that show does is just show a bunch of boobs and. It's for horny people and blah blah blah, right? And then and then the HBO's like, all right, cool. So like, here we go, gonna show you some. It's like the only the only scene where they show your boobs. They're like, okay, here's your boobs. Now check this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are we are equal opportunists <laughs> right. when it comes to boobs, right? Yeah. So you could be. It doesn't matter how perfect the boobs are. All right. Here's your here's your ugly boobs. And here's and here's here's this. 
So I did some research online after that. I actually mm-hmm. tweeted at her and I was like, that was awesome for that character. Like I thought it was great. Yeah. And um, she actually is like a, she's like a songwriter and all this other stuff. Like oh, she that's just, cool. She just came into this role, I guess, like, and it's kind of become like this big thing for her, you know, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have a problem taking her clothes off, obviously. But, obviously. Uh, yeah. But the, the other thing is um, they don't even know like she doesn't even know what the deal with that is. Like there was an article I read about it. Like they don't know what that means. It's going somewhere. Like the writers have a plan for that, but it actually gets to show like how it gives the, it gives uh, the audience an idea of how old she actually is. Yeah. That's all they said. She seems how powerful she actually is. Like, you know what I mean? It was really cool. And then the other thing too, is they, uh, I read another article that explained how they did that. They actually used an old woman. Like, mm-hmm. that was actually a real person that they put, like, makeup on. But that was actually, like, a real body. Right. It wasn't, like, that's that, that's real when you know that. Yeah, that's, that's... And then they actually took, like, they CGI'd, like, a version of her face onto this woman's body. I wonder what that conversation was like with the old woman that they used. Like, hey, you mind, uh, you know, just, like, getting... Oh yeah, sure. I, I'll uh, I'm get naked. No, I don't mind. <laughs> but I mean, like it was just—it was awkward though. Like you didn't. And then I was shield, like, shield your eyes. <laughs> Here we go. But like, but, like, but like, she got naked, and they just like hobbled into bed. And I and I was like, kind of, I was I was watching that scene, and I'm like, what is the purpose of, like, if they ended it with her just standing there, like looking at her reflection, yeah. I would have been like, okay, like she's, she's, her guard is down. She wants to kind of check in to see like what she actually looks like. But then it was, she crawled into bed and I'm like, hmm, like that's interesting. And I think like her getting into bed was actually like her being at her most like vulnerable. You know what I mean? Which mm. was very interesting because she's a very, she's a very powerful presence when she's around. Yeah. And I also think that, there's something going on with – I think she she might have actually f- – just because of the, the general reaction she had, I feel like she had a she had a, a real loss with, like, Jon Snow. Yeah. they, like, fucked at one point. Like, when he was in the – when he was in his chair and, like, his whatever – you know, he was, like, hanging out. She went into that room and, like, fucked him. Yeah. I think she did, right? Or she tempted him and he was, yeah. like, he was like, get off. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Like, he probably wanted to get off, but he said get off. And then – he went into the. Uh, he's like, oh, I can't take this. Yeah, uh, and then he's like, <laughs> I like another redheaded girl. So he ended up like dying, and she was kind of shocked by that. And then at the end of the episode, she's like, she just seemed like really depressed, and distraught about it. Took off her necklace, got old, and then like laid in bed. It was just kind of like it was the weakest. Well, I think we've ever seen her. What do you think is going to happen with Jon Snow? I mean, like he's. It feels like he's already passed the point where they can attempt to bring him back. So I don't think they're going to bring him back. He's, he's probably gone, but do you think she's got a plan? Well, um, I don't know if she has a plan, but I think that there's something going on with that dire wolf. Oh yeah. Cause the dire wolf was like freaking out. And I think that's, they heard the noises and that's why they went over there and found his body. Mm. I think the dire wolf actually like might have some part of Jon Snow in him. Which is why, because when those guys came up to the door, it started like freaking out and got really pissed off. Well, that dire wolf is, I mean, like each one of the Stark kids had a dire wolf as a companion. Right. And 
and I'm not sure that there's actually like a connection where like he's in him, but I think there was definitely a spiritual connection. That's what I mean. Like where the where the wolf like is like mourning his loss. You know what I mean? Like like a human would. Right, but I also I also feel like there I'm not saying there is, I feel like there may be something going on there. Mm. Because it was it was just interesting how the the wolf was right next to his body. Yeah. Right? Like they chose to kill him there. And then also um that's how they found him because of the wolf's like, you know, noises. And then the wolf is like in the room with all those guys and it started getting it was the first thing that it was it, the animal was the first one to actually get really pissed off when they heard the noises at the door. Right. You know what I mean? So that was interesting. Um, but I, I don't know where that's going to go. I think he's coming back in some supernatural way. I've, I've been saying that the entire time, even mm-hmm. if he ends up on the other side, like, you know, he's, he's like the king I of the, I still want to know what the, the hell's going on with Bran. Oh, you mean the dude, the kid, the other kid, the kid with the trees. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, they, they completely left him out of left se- last season. Yeah. He was gone last season. Yeah. He didn't make an appearance in the first episode this season. I mean, they got to well, go no. back to him did at you some see point. The tr- did you see the, uh, the preview for the next episode? They showed him. Oh, cool. He's coming back. Nice. He's, he's there. I mean, he definitely aged a little bit. Yeah, but. I didn't watch the preview for the next episode because I watched it on uh, HBO Go. Oh, yeah. No, there was, a, there was a preview. He's coming back. He'll be probably in the next episode. Mm. Um, it, it's interesting. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, 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 Daenerys is kind of fucked up. She's like all... She kind of screwed herself by opening her mouth. Yeah, I'm a I'm the Khaleesi... I'm the uh, widow of Cal Drogo, and they're like, "Oh, cool! So you can go chill in this temple with all the other widows." Well, is it well is is it that, or you can go chill in like with these other past dead bodies? That's what I thought that was. No, no, it's 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 the uh, there's there's a temple that they that all the widows of the of of other Cal's uh, are all uh, they just. They they can't leave. They have to be there. Like there's nowhere else for them to go. Like they all just chill there. I don't know right. what the deal is with that. But well, I know what the deal is. I know that the dragon's gonna show up and fuck everybody up, and that's how she gets out of there. Mm. So that's what's happening. Or you're gonna have Sir Jorah moment come down <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like if that if that like leprosy disease doesn't get him first. These are stone men. Don't <laughs> touch them. <laughs> but apparently he touched them. Yeah. He touched one of them. Um, Shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's all. That's gross. But uh, we'll see. Oh, and, and uh, Arya getting s- smacked in the face with that bow staff. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what a shitty fucking. So great. She can't see. Oh, my God. Anyway, well, I'm excited to see where, where Game of Thrones goes. It's always a freaking awesome season. Um, last season was badass until I feel like it was really slow until like the last like three episodes. And then it just like blew up. Also, uh, Ma- Margaret, um, uh, that's her name, right? Margaret. Which one? The, uh, the, uh, chick from the Rose's sister who is married to the King. Oh yeah. Yeah. Margaret. Uh, yeah. She was in that cell and that, that guy, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the holy guy or whatever. Yeah. Like he said, correct me if I'm wrong, but he said you started your, you started on the right path, but, but you still have like a few months no, to go. No, he said you started on the right path. He goes, but you still have miles to go. Oh, I thought he said months. I was like, 
wow, you really want to like screw her, right? Like, cause I no, was he like, said geez. miles to go. All right, I thought he said months. I was like, oh, okay, that's a long time. Yeah, but I mean, I think that I think that uh, um, the king is going to find out where she is. I think mm. eventually, um, or she's going to end up just like confessing, um, like to something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, <clears throat> she's smart though. She's smart. Like I think she's figuring yeah. it out, or she, or I think she's gonna end up screwing up somebody pretty bad, like making a shiv or something. Yeah, you know, and taking somebody out. Um, but I can't stand that guy. Hey, you are a sinner. Just yeah. Like, All right, dude. Like, relax. Yeah. Like, I think you need to relax and like. I don't take like it. I don't like the um, the nuns there. Yeah, they're assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Like You're she like, was like, I don't want to. What did she say? She she didn't want to do something. That he like came after her. Yeah. And then she's like, he's like, wait. It's like I will talk to her. Yeah. On the stool. It's <laughs> just so conveniently there. Yeah. It's like, dude, man. Like that's it's so messed up, man. It's like you're you're trying to like get people to repent and and you know stop being sinners and accept your God, but then like you're you're acting like such a douche. Yeah. Like such an asshole. Nobody wants to embrace that. Yeah. Who wants to embrace that? Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard, especially when they especially when she's just a complete Oh, she's just a complete He well, he's a complete dickhead. Yeah. I mean he is. I mean I feel like he he makes he puts people in extremely stressful situations until even if they don't have anything to confess to, they do. Mm. Just to get the fuck out of there. You know, so that's interesting, but uh, I don't know. It's a whole like pressure of religion and forcing your religion on others. The whole thing that I, yeah. I'm not a fan of. It's like when you have a Jehovah's witness come to your door and they, tr- and it's like, they're trying to tell you about their, it's like, all right, dude, like just, yeah. And I'm like, I'm such a nice, you believe in, but I don't come to my door and try to like, talk to me about I'm it. I'm such like, a nice guy that I'll stand there and I'll talk to him. And then like, I'll be like, okay, cool. Conversation's over. Close the door. And go back in the house. And then, like, next weekend, like, the same people are back at my door. And I'm like, all right. Like, so we had this conversation last week. What's up? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not I'm not converting. I'm not going to be Jehovah's Witness. I'll, I'm still a Catholic. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, I see you holding an Android there. I got an iPhone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you should you should try it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's have that talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, like, you're, you're, you're using cell phone technology. Great. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't care if you're using an iPhone. You know, you're using, a, you're using an Android. You're using a friggin', uh, what, what do you, what's the other one? Like, Nokia, whatever the hell. <laughs> Nokia. You know, you, you know, you got... <laughs> You got your you got your preference. You know what I mean? Like yeah. but you're you're in the same world. Like you're you you have a you have a religion. Awesome. Like right. I'm just not following your religion. And I've had I had this discussion with you last week. And then they come back the next week and they knock on the door and it's like, come on. And then you just ignore them. And then it's like they just come every week and knock on your door, make your dog bark. You come down the stairs, you're like, Oh shit, it's them again, and then you're done. Like you don't go and you don't open the door anymore. Yeah. And it's sad. Like people shouldn't have to like deal with that. That's what I'm saying. It pushing your religion on other people's weird, man. I never was a big fan of it. I just, I don't know. I, it, but it's, it, that's what that it reminds me of, you know, when I'm listening to this guy and he's like, confess everybody's a, it's like, why do I have to confess to you? <laughs> like, who are you? And why does it matter? You know, it's almost like because she's the queen, that's the only reason he's doing it. Right. If it was anyone else, you know, and like, and what was the end result? 
once the other queen confessed, she had to walk through a bunch of people naked getting shit thrown at her until she got back to the castle. Yeah. Like, and she's going to fuck them up now. Oh, yeah. Like, them them letting her go was probably the biggest fucking mistake. With her giant zombie? Yeah, that guy is... Yeah, like... Dude, he's going to fuck up. I can't even wait to see what that guy does. Mm. You know what I mean? I just can't even wait. He's going to fuck up some people. but And I hope he takes out that guy. I hope he just cuts his head off. I can't wait to see the um, the hound come back because you know he's coming back. Yeah, he'll come back. Yeah. So, come other, back. so another other stuff that's going on too, man, like just before we uh, get ready to wrap up, um, Civil War. It's mm. next week. Yeah, it is. Dude, it's like I can't believe that it's right around the corner like that. Yeah, this came quick, man. The um, quick. the latest TV spot. I actually posted it on uh, on Twitter. I sent out a tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, a <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so so it's uh, it actually has a little bit more footage of Spider Man, and it was pretty freaking cool. Did you see it? Uh, no, I didn't see the. Well, there's a new one. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, where he, where yeah. he's fighting Winter Soldier. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome, man. Like I'm like so pumped to see like full scenes with this character and and see like what Marvel does with him, and and how he progresses. Uh, from what I understand, there's like three acts with him in it. I don't know if I talked about this last week. I might have, but there's like three acts with him in it, and it's uh, you know it's Tony Stark meeting him, mm-hmm. uh, talking to him, and then you know him becoming part of you know Tony Stark's like team. And then him like fighting against like Captain America and his team, and then you know maybe uh, defecting, going to like switching teams or or leaving the fight altogether and like saying screw this, uh, you know you guys are better than this, you shouldn't be fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. And that it would be awesome if he's the voice that changes the tide of the like fight, the voice of reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say this: my uh, my wife's um, cousin. I got a chance to talk to him uh, a couple weeks ago at the wedding, and he actually works for a promotional, a movie promotional company, and he's already seen Winter Soldier. Nice. Like he, he saw the entire thing, our Civil War, and uh, he said that it was um, uh, he saw the entire thing, said it was phenomenal. It's probably the best out of all three. Um, he's like, if you know, fans are, are looking to get something awesome out of this movie, he goes, and you're going to get exactly what you wanted. And I even asked him, I was like, how was Spider-Man in the movie? He's like, oh, Spider-Man was like one of the best parts. Nice. So I think that fans, like if you're worried about this movie or, you know, have concerns about it or just like excited to see it, like you're not going to have, you're not going to be let down for everything I've heard. He said it was phenomenal. And like the audience reaction was like a lot better than what I think even the studio expected. So, um, well, I know you've got the, uh, the social Avenger mm-hmm. yep. coming up. Yep. Uh, what's, what's going on with that? Yeah. So the social Avenger is actually a play written by Lenny Schwartz, uh, directed by Lenny Schwartz, who, uh, if you guys really want to listen to one of our older episodes where we're kind of still struggling with audio, um, listen to episode three of, uh, the Redbeard podcast, um, where Lenny's a good friend of mine, but, um, he is writing or wrote, uh, this play and directing it. It's going up, um, next week. Um, and I'll give you the exact dates. Um, so the exact dates of the show are as follows. Um, it starts on, let's see, cause there's a couple of days that I won't be there, but opening night is actually Thursday, May 5th. Um, and so it's May 5th, 6th and 7th. Um, then it also is the 13th, 14th and 19th, 20th and 21st. So, um, those are the days of the show. It does take place in Rhode Island at the Arctic Playhouse in Warwick. 
Um, if you go to um, thearcticplayhouse.com, you can actually see, uh, get all the directions and all the information about the show. Um, what is the show about? Um, the easiest way to describe it is if you've ever gone to any kind of store or you've been out in the public and uh, an example would be, let's say you're at CVS and somebody in line is just being stupid and they're trying to use some dumb coupon that's going to give them 10 cents off and they make you wait 20 minutes just so they can get 10 cents off. That's where you want to have like a social Avenger moment and be like, what the fuck? I'll give you the 10 cents. Stop it. Like you're really being a pain in the ass. And it's kind of talking about all those like weird things that happen in society that like you want to comment on, but you keep your mouth shut. Right. Um, but there's this guy that just kind of like loses his mind and basically starts flipping out on all these people. So it's um, it's a really fun show. It's a comedy. Um, it's something that I think a lot of people will enjoy. So come check that out. Kind of um, like a more comedic version of like falling down. Yeah, yeah. Michael it's Douglas. Actually, it's actually a really good um, comparison. Actually, I didn't even think of that, but that's exactly what falling down is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's that, but comedy. Um, it, it really is, um, dude. Really good comparison because uh, I, I love that movie. Oh, great movie. Um, so um, yeah, definitely, definitely check it out if you guys can. Uh, you can get tickets online, or um, you can buy them at the door. How um, long has he? How long has he? Um had the dates of May 5th and 6th locked down. Like, has it been, like, years, or did this just come about? Because, I mean, I think it's a very interesting day to launch this play, uh, like, for it to be, like, neck and neck with the theatrical release of Civil War. Well, no, I think that... um, Because I'm going to see The Social Avenger, mm -hmm. just probably not going on the 5th, 6th. Yeah, you're probably going to have to go the last week. Um, right. I would go the last week because I already told him that second week of shows, I uh, they have um, people that are going to be filling in for me because I actually have a uh, the cruise, which is obviously not something I can change. So um, he's going to be having some fill-ins for that. But um, I'll be there the first week and the, and the, the third week. Mm. Um, but the dates have been locked down for a while. This show, more than anything, is actually... Um, a way for us to raise money uh, because the show already has three dates where we're going to be taking it to New York City. Right. So it's going to be in New York City um, July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So, um, you know, that that's basically, I think, what this show is, is raising the money because originally we wanted to do it at Arctic Playhouse. Um, and um, because it does focus on some really... Um, <laughs> um, sensitive issues and also um, is pretty blunt when it comes to the fact there is going to be onstage nudity but it's right. but it's there we're not we haven't been given the go to actually do the nudity in rhode island but new york is like doesn't doesn't give a shit which is you know it's new york so um so the, when the, when they originally read the script for it they didn't want him to even do the show but then we did like a a one night stage reading which got like rave reviews people were like dying laughing at this so that we're putting it up uh, for three weeks, um, you know, to raise some money to take it to New York. But it's it's definitely, um, it's a great show. And the fact that people liked it and it's actually got those kind of issues in it, you know, and it's just, it has a, we don't give a shit attitude. Right. Is, is great. You know, it breaks down some walls. So I'm nice. excited to be in it. Yeah, man, it's going to be a great show. You should definitely come check it oh, out. Oh, yeah, I definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, one last thing. Yeah. If a woman with a hyphenated last name mm-hmm. <laughs> marries a man with a hyphenated last name decides that she wants to keep her name but still respect her husband and take on his name and have a hyphenated last name 
Would it be four last names that they have? <laughs> I mean, probably. Or you could take... I mean, so they both want to keep the hyphenated names? Well, well, her, anyway. Like, so, so like, he doesn't her, care? Probably not. Like, so, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. One guy who really gives a shit, like, be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably going to be, like... I don't they know. never have to give up their name. Like, that's, be, that's sad, but it's true. So it's going to be, like, Jen Smith Barker, and then the last guy's name is, like... Martin Ellis. Yeah, so yeah. Jen Smith Barker Martin Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it just sounds like she has two middle names. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess that'd be the way they would go. <laughs> or it would be like Jen Smith Barker, uh, <laughs> Minatelli, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> stupid. I mean, like, who cares? And I, I, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's a weird question. Right, but it's like, what made you think of that? Well, I, had, I, I spoke with somebody yesterday that had a hyphenated last name, and, like, they were young enough that I knew that they weren't married yet. Yeah. And,. It was like I knew that the, that was just their last name. So that was like, oh, yeah. What if she decides that she wants to get married? And what if that guy has a hyphenated last name? Right. What if she doesn't want to give up her last name? And then like it just hit me like that's how my mind works. Yeah. So I thought it was a valid question. I've never I've never seen somebody with four last yeah, names. I think because it's uncommon. And pretty yeah, ridiculous. it probably would be. I mean, like, because how you don't see many hyphenates out there right now, like. But that were like born that way, like they they just married into it. But yeah. you see a lot of it out there where people are marrying into that and becoming a, hyph- a hyphenated last name. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of kids out there with those hyphenated last names. Mm-hmm. So now, like in the next generation or so, we might start seeing somebody with four last names, which is kind of I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> so it would be like going back in time. Yeah, I am Theon Greyjoy, son of. Whatever. <laughs> Some or, of the stock family. I don't know. I'm just making shit up now. But, you know, yeah. I mean, the, I, the, there are cultures out there that do it. I mean, like the, the Hispanic community. Like there are, yeah. there are folks out there that have like they just keep like every generation's last name. Right. Like I can't I like. Who else? I don't know. Oh, um, like I think I think in India. Mm-hmm. I think that's why like a lot of these names are so long is because like they just kind of keep like just they it's like Plato they just take the name of the like, <laughs> it's blah, like blah. Plato <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh my god but that's what my buddy told me man like he was like he was like oh yeah my name is this long because blah 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 and like it's like we just keep adding on and like it it's like disre- it's like disrespectful to take off you know a last like one of their last names or whatever so it's like okay cool yeah, I don't know. I think that's weird. It is. It like is I weird. I'm going to I'm going to research this so the next time we talk about it, I'm going to have should we bother? No, is it that you, interesting? Is it an interesting thing? I think it's interesting. You think it's interesting? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. I think it's interesting. You think it's interesting? Yeah, no. Let's let's yeah, bring it up next next episode. All right, yeah, and I'll I'll research it and I'll get some I'll get some like more concrete information cultures that actually have these extended last names and Yeah. And why they do it, and I agree. You know how America is heading in that direction, right? Because we are, right? Yeah, T- totally. Yeah. <laughs> how come guys don't take the girl's last name? Is it because like it's like not masculine? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know why. I like, don't know. Well, what I, if the la- what if the girl's last name is better? Well, I think my name's better. So, <laughs> what if my last name was Schmutz? <laughs> well, like seriously, like, who knows? Like maybe there is a last name Schmutz out there, and maybe you don't like it, and maybe like her last name is like. Something cool like like 
like Patrick or Johnson or something. <laughs> right? Patrick, <laughs> Patrick's cool. Oh, yeah. Patrick. Danica Patrick. That's a By fucking way, cool last name. Coolest name ever is Keanu Reeves' character's name in The Replacements, Shane Falco. That's there you go, Falco. Bad, yeah, bad like name. my last name Schmutz, her last name is Falco. Like I'm like, cool, I'll take your last name. <laughs> Can you do that? That is a situation where you probably should have changed your last name a long time ago. Right, but like now I have an actual reason. Yeah, I got, yeah, then take the, yeah. Can you do I, it? Yeah, you can. It's actually, yeah. you. some guys choose to do that. It's fine. All right, like I obviously wouldn't because like I like my last name so much that I made it my first name. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> by the way, moving on. So, if you guys uh, were not aware, uh, you can also check out Redbeard Podcast. There was recently the um, the April episode of Tony Flying Solo, uh, episode twenty one, called "Aliens: The Truth Is Literally Out There." You can check it out. I had special guest, my cousin uh, Danny Amral, who I've been talking about for months, and he was going to be on uh, this podcast to, to talk about aliens. But it is up. It is a longer podcast. It's probably about, I'd say, an hour and a half. But uh, we touch upon a lot of stuff because you know we just have so much to talk about when it comes to that that uh, segment. So if you're into that stuff and you find that stuff interesting, give it a listen. Um, you know, it, it's definitely a fun podcast. It's got a lot of cool stuff in there. So uh, with that being said, I think we are done for this week with Red Beard Podcast. Um, everybody, enjoy your weekend, and uh, that about does it. Yep. All right, later, guys. Peace.